This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Disclaimer. The voices and opinions from this podcast do not represent the teams or organizations employing the hosts or special guests. The OIW Network and Altai Energy proudly present to you the Mascot Support Group Podcast. Listen, Vegas, it's been a hard week, okay? I know that the Cowboys are done, and I know they're probably going to be done next season. Just, just, just put my money on the Chiefs, okay? I've, Patrick Mahomes is from here in Texas. He's a Texas boy, okay? All right. Oh, yeah, it looks oh, like they're I'm calling for the Eagles. Um, I'm calling them to win. Yeah? Okay, thank you. Bye. I, I got to go. Ladies and, and gentlemen, Mascot Nation, welcome back to the furriest and the fuzziest show on the web. This is the Mascot Support Group Podcast. I am one of your hosts, JMB, from the beautiful Lone Star State of Texas. And of course, joining me are my co-hosts, Charlie, Lucas, Irvin, Bingle, Jake Christ. And joining us this week, I hope you guys are ready to get jiggy with it. Because joining us tonight is represented Remix Entertainment. It is Matt Hogg. How you doing? What's up, everybody? All right, all right. So before we get into tonight's fun, we need to do our annual Mina mascot. And Charlie, who is it this week? So this week, it is Coolway of the South Carolina Stingways. That's it. That is our Meet the Mascot this week. And he's a very cool Stingway, uh, I have to say. He's part of the East, the ECHL. And I know if we have a few of our listeners that are fans of the uh, South Carolina Stingways. So let me give a shout out to Jay. Jay is a, a big time Stingway fan. So shout out to you and supporting a great, cool mascot. So, um, that is a hooray. This is a very unique mascot that is having some fun at an arena like the Charleston Coliseum that has lots of history in it and has a great community around it. Uh, so definitely go out and support Stingray and South Carolina Stingrays. And fun fact Little Joseph has a very big connection to the South Carolina Stingrays because back in 2015. Little Joseph went to go see his local Allen Americans play the South Carolina Stingrays for the Kelly Cup Championship, Game 7, on home ice. And, of course, he saw what would soon to be his big brother, Biscuit the Bulldog, in action. And he knew from that very moment he wanted to be a mascot. He knew what exactly what he wanted to do. So I thank the South Carolina Stingrays for being part of that special night of my life. And Cool Ray, hats off to you, my brother. You're going to do a great job. So that is your Meet the Mascot this week. Cool Ray of the South Carolina Stingrays. All right. So now, I think we need to get into this interview here. Because we don't I'll have say, First off, Joseph. What? Before we do, there is just two little mascot news. And that um, what it is, is for those uh, going of time of recording, that's going to be in South Florida. This weekend, you have the NHL All-Star Game. 
That's right. And for our friends in Vegas, you have the yep. NFL Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. So some opportunities yep. to see some mascots. So if you go to the All-Star Game in South Florida, have fun, be safe, enjoy the beautiful atmosphere. And for those going to Vegas, the Pro Bowl, drink responsibly, be safe, and have fun. And so what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, what happens in Vegas goes on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> and then it goes to your bosses and employers. Yep, yep. So, and then you know what happens? Vegas what, turns five. What happens in Vegas turns five in February. <laughs> what? What? That's gonna be a thinker, but oh it is time for our um main subject of this evening and like we said we have a very great guest um he surprised me on on new year's day and i don't say where i work because i don't want people calling me asking me for free tickets <laughs> all i just hear i'm with my supervisor and i just hear this guy scream joey bruno <laughs> the top of this netting area I was like, what the beep? <laughs> and under my nice breath. Censorship. Under my breath, I was like, holy beep, holy beep, holy beep. <laughs> like, holy beep, 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 oh, careful. Holy beep, beep, there's little kids around. I don't want to swear. But that was a surprise. I was like, this is awesome. Like, when my mascot brother went, with no idea that he's going to be in town, coming to the park, hope he had a great time. Because, oh, yeah. because it was a great surprise. And I so, always oh, tell my mascot brethren, if you want to um, hang out, let me know. If you want to come to the park, you know where I work. Uh, you can come as my guest. We can have a good time. Hit some coasters. And speaking of that, for those that are listening, if you are a mascot performer and you're going to be in my area March 3rd, we are going to be having a little mascot meetup slash birthday party for Irvin at the park. So a little birthday party for Irvin. Because he's going to be down for spring training. I know it's kind of my little birthday part, uh, present for my mom. So it's going to be very special. And I'm also going to a special place in my heart. Uh, this means a lot. But... I'm not going to spoil. Stay tuned on my Facebook because it'll be a lot of fun going to Florida. Special places uh, where I'm. So, let's, once again, let's welcome Matt back to the podcast. I'll be doing the intro because this is a great moment because we love remix education. Yeah. yeah. We love what they do. I'm getting jiggy with it. Hey. Jiggy. Ah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> If you had nickel anytime you say jiggy, if I had nickel anytime you say get jiggy with in front of him, I think we'll all retire. Wait, 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 wait. I'm tuning in every wait, single wait, time. Wait, wait. Why, wait, why not Carter? <laughs> well, actually, it's up, like, it's, up to like a, it's like up to a dollar already. I know it, it is. Kind of is. It's gonna get expensive, Charlie. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> So, we always ask this question to kick it off. Nice and easy, very simple. 
right. How did you get bit um, by, by the mascot bug? Were you in theater? Were you someone that liked to dance? Yeah, it, it was kind of an interesting thing. Um, I was in college and my uh, one of my best friends, he had already been the Wildcat there at UK. And um, we were just looking for a summer job. And he was like, hey, the, uh, the Legends hired me and they've got another character that they're looking for somebody. So do you want to do it? And I was like, sounds, sounds great, man. I just love being crazy and I love having fun. So I thought, why not? Let's give it a shot. And uh, didn't even really know what I was getting into. But after that first season, that first summer, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. Like, I think we're on to something. And that was the beginning of something really cool. Yeah, the minor leagues is a great way to get your foot in, in the sports community uh, when it comes to mascotting. And you did say uh, the Wildcat. So there you go. Kentucky Wildcat. Great mascot. Great college program down there uh, in Kentucky. Um, now, this is really cool that we're actually getting to interview uh, yet another independent mascot uh because those of you who watched our show before we have interviewed bromley Lowe, who is the man behind yojo uh so to have another independent character is very similar uh is great because i have as those of you know i have a big connection to something like a program like that because i was a, a youth speaker uh for many years before getting into mascotting so uh i love what these guys are able to do and i know have you guys worked with upward sports before i saw that on your page oh yeah we do that's one of our uh the main things that we do is going to a lot of churches and, and help out with their end of the season upward celebrations for basketball for soccer for flag football so that's been a huge part of so uh, the crazy our- crazy thing is i was actually a upward youth basketball player in elementary school. Uh, right. So I saw buckets. some of those ending ceremonies. Getting buckets every game, huh? Oh, no, I was terrible. I, I was, <laughs> oh, dude, I, I was, the, the coach benched me. Like, I, I was just too focused on the girls. I was like, oh, wait. You're not the cheerleaders. That's not yeah. what they're there for. Hey, cheerleaders. In Texas, oh. you got to start early. <laughs> in Texas, oh. you always start early. <laughs> that's funny. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, so, yeah, the Upward is, is a big piece of it. And then we do a ton of, uh, you know, summer camps, vacation Bible schools. And, and then uh, probably the biggest thing that we do is going to the public schools around Kentucky and really all over the U S and, and do like anti-drug, anti-bullying, mental health programs, test preps, try hard and all you do. So anything where we can try to encourage kids to, to really be their best. What is usually your most popular uh, program that you have or requested? So I would say the, it's probably Honestly, like one of the biggest things we get asked to do is like the end of the year testing program. Uh, I think a lot of schools have some extra funding for that. And they just want to really make sure that the students are engaged and they're ready to kind of give their best uh, at the end of the year just to show everybody what all they've learned. So we do. I mean, we do anywhere from 140 to 150 of those testing assemblies in like a between April and May. So in a two month period, we're, we're just slam packed full of 
And I know that cannot be easy, especially I know from experience, brother, what it's like working uh, with kids in that sort of role. And I, I saw one of your videos of where it was the full program they yeah, guys yeah. did for a, a church. And I just saw how you were able to just uh, interact with that crowd and how you're just able to speak down to them. It, it was amazing what you were able to do. Uh, and, uh, you know, of course, one of the ways you do that is, of course, we mentioned before is Jiggy. Can you tell us a little bit more about how Jiggy came about? Oh, man, Jiggy. He's uh, he's the greatest. But uh, I guess Jiggy was kind of a, a mix between the Philly Fanatic and the Orlando Magic uh, stuff. It's kind of where the, the vision came from. I love the I love the bright green. I was at that whenever we created Jiggy. There were those were kind of the main two green characters, but there wasn't a ton of, of other green char characters at the time. And uh, I just kind of like locked in on the lime green color. And uh, I love I love the belly and, and being able to, you know, manipulate the hoop and with the belly shakes and the booty shakes. Mm -hmm. uh, there can be that. no booty shaking. <laughs> no booty shaking. <laughs> no booty shaking. I love yeah. that video. <laughs> He's always doing the booty shake. We always try to not the booty shake. Man, so, you know, Hawks is Hawks has of course, you know, I have Hawks camera who is also green. So yeah. that's so that's this sort of similarity. Here it goes, the shameless plugs, folks. Strap in. <laughs> you got like Wally and Green, you got Homer, you got other guys out there that, so uh, you, you know, know you know what? Green goes good with almost any character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like so any character, like any like green blue is like the perfect like combination for things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like the blue characters as well. Um, like G Wiz was blue, and and I knew that Yojo was blue already. So I was like, well, I don't really want to be blue because we've already got a a blue mascot trying to do the school programs and things like that but um yeah so once i kind of had the kind of the big concept there then it was just like oh yeah let's give him a a red mohawk to just kind of stand out and um and just a few little different variations of drawings they sent back and forth and and then we had him <laughs> i That's saw there sweet. was another orange character his name was kazoo uh, what yep. was that one oh. about so Kazoo is, um, he is the brainchild of one of my best friends, Taylor Griswold, who is out of Austin, Texas, and they do pretty much the same thing that we do. Uh, so they go into a ton of schools, they go into a ton of churches, and um, Taylor is one of my best friends. He is a former uh, Detroit Pistons mascot, so he used to be Hooper mm -hmm. for like seven years, and uh, so we met when we were both in the NBA, like at the... Um, at the mascot uh, NBA mascot uh, meetup that we do every year, and uh, so we just became great friends, and we were both believers, and just wanted to try to do uh, great things with mascots, and so that friendship started, you know, a long time ago, and so we've been super close friends ever since, and so we share a ton of ideas, and so whenever he got out of the league, he started something uh, very similar to Remix, and we continue to this day. Uh, sharing ideas and just encouraging one another and he's a great friend mm. yep. shout out shout out to epic entertainment so yeah that's right that's yes. right chick-fil-a 
I'll say it real quick. Um, because I'm almost on the same like um, wavelength right now. Crystal, um, because you're going to join us, she sent us the questions like, how did Remix come upon, come about? Like, Okay, yeah. So I'll, I'll get a little bit actually into my story about how things kind of ended with the Wizards. So, um, you know, I was with the Wizards. I'll come in there in just one minute, okay? I, I might. Uh, so I was with the Wizards, and that's that's my daughter. <laughs> she's she's wanting her bedtime story. <laughs> but um, hello, Matt's daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's great. But yeah, so I was working with the Wizards and uh, it was off season after my first year and was working on doing a trampoline dunk and ended up doing something wrong. And when I hit the tramp, you know, my knee kind of went one way, my body went the other. And, you know, just like that, my, my ACL snapped. And so, you know, that began a, a year long process of me having to have surgery and doing rehab and, you know, just a lot of a lot of negative thoughts kind of coming in and trying to to just like get me off track. But, you know, instead of kind of turning towards the negative things or getting involved with drugs or anything bad like that, I tried to stay focused. And, you know, my family had always encouraged me to think differently and think creatively about, you know, how I could use my gifts and my talents. And uh, the team was just like real big business with it. And they were just like, hey, you get better and, and we'll talk about your job. And, um, you know, I worked super hard, got got back to 100 percent. And at the end of that year, went back and had a talk with them. And, um, and ultimately they decided to go with somebody else moving forward. And, um, but kind of, kind of the cool thing, man, like, I feel like God was in it all because whenever I was back home, you know, a church had reached out, uh, actually for upward an upward celebration. And they just said, Hey, we, we said that you're a, a mascot in the NBA. Can you just kind of come share your story? And I didn't really know what upward was or, or anything. And, uh, I basically just like went and shared my testimony but then I learned that there's, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of churches that have upward programs. And that first time I just went there as as Matt and just gave a little 15 minute talk. And uh, that's when I started thinking, man, like, man, how cool would it be if we actually were able to bring a mascot uh, here next time? And, and what if we started to combine it with some super fun games and and skits and things like that? So that the, the kids and even the coaches and adults can be the star of the show instead of just me. And then that's kind of that's kind of how it happened. You know, we uh, started one thing led to another. We and obviously being in the NBA, there's a lot of teams that have school programs. And so I had already started kind of working on what my program was going to be for the Wizards. And uh, I just figured if they didn't have me back, then I was going to try to create my own character and and then try to just get out and make a difference in kids lives. That's awesome. Getting jiggy with it. And getting jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Another quarter. <laughs> Got that video on YouTube. Like I just love. Ah. Yeah, I, I love Jiggy. Look, so, I want that dude's energy. There was one video. There's one video that you posted. I'm pretty sure that I got all of us introduced. Was there was a video in which you did like a student video on Jiggy. <laughs> I'm curious to know what made you come up with the idea of doing a student video for Jiggy. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of funny. We actually so like. We actually have um, four Jiggy costumes now. Kind of a crazy story. We did wow. have five. And guys, this was ridiculous. We had five Jiggy costumes. My Two of my guys. Uh, so we have multiple teams that we're able to send out. So there's different speakers that we have. And then 
we have the five different costumes. So technically we could go do five shows at the same time in different locations. Um, wow. And anyways, one of my, my teams, one couple of my buddies were going to do a show and they had to fly out of Nashville early in the morning. So they just like all the stuff was in the car or in the truck and they woke up the next morning early to go to their flight and they go out to the truck. The windows are smashed and Jiggy is gone. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Guys, somebody stole Jiggy. Somebody stole him. No, not Jiggy. Oh, Jiggy. Somebody. They kidnapped Jiggy. Wow. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, this was like, this was like in uh, October, November. So, like, just recently, this happened. And, uh, Hey, I'm gonna say, man, you know what? If someone stole it in the Nashville area, you said, "Yep, we got we got to uh, track them down." Wait, you know what? If you see a jiggy at any of the Comic Cons conventions, mm. um, there's your your sign. Call the police. Exactly, Lucas. <laughs> let's talk about jiggies. We need to get Banjo Kazooie on the case. We need to get Banjo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, boy, he's in Smash Brothers. Man, man, my keep Jiggy one of these days, man. That would be cool. That would be wild. If he ever shows up, it's gonna be insane. Oh, yeah. But it, it was so interesting because, like, we had just been at a conference, and so we had a flat screen TV in the sitting in the back of the truck, right beside the big giant Jiggy bag. I like I don't know what they were thinking. It's like, guys, why did you take why did you take Jiggy? Like was the TV take still the there? Screen TV. Um, but that's was the TV still there? Yeah, the TV was still there. And you're going to take a big green costume, but you're not gonna take the big screen TV. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start a hashtag on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, hashtag we found Jiggy. Found Jiggy. <laughs> yeah. Bring, bring back Jiggy. Yeah, bring back Jiggy. Yeah, Jiggy. Uh-oh, yeah. Jiggy's, Maybe they were getting Jiggy with it, like the song, getting Jiggy with it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Do you like that one? I love that song. Oh, yeah. I was just I'm saying, maybe they were playing that song and they're like, let's get Jiggy with it. They're like, Jiggy right here. No, like, that's a- Let- you're like, dude, let's get Jiggy. You're right. Like, the song. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, that should have been the theme song for Remax Entertainment. That's for Remax right. Education. That should have been the theme song right there. Also, uh, add another quarter in there. Yeah. Anytime wait, we- wait, wait. <laughs> that's that's right, get- Charlie. Add another anytime- quarter. Anytime. Yeah, so anytime someone mentions Jiggy in front of Matt, we put another quarter in. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna Charlie's yeah, gonna be broke. That's why we get like money. He's gonna be he's gonna be broke by the end of the night. Wait, hey, hey. oh. wait, all I have is speak Carter's. Okay, That's it. Like... That's it. Uh oh. All you have is three cycling. So anyway, the sound effect. Yeah. Man, mm. man, man, by the end of the night, you're gonna have to use Chuck E. Cheese tokens for all we. No, oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we got to watch you close. You need to show us the front and the back mm-hmm. of each quarter before you put mm-hmm. it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There you go. So, get to Jiggy stolen. That's it. 
So getting Jiggy stolen was probably a pretty crazy experience for you guys, but I want to talk about what happens within the show. Cause I kind of asked the same question to Bromley Lowe uh, a couple of months ago. And uh, I asked him, what was the craziest experience or the craziest show you've ever had? Like something happens on stage or like the kids are wild or just something happens. Like, do you have any crazy stories about that? Oh, dude, I got the I got the best one. It's ridiculous. Go ahead. Okay. So we had flown down to Florida, me and uh, me and one of my buddies was being jiggy. And so it's at this big church. And they kind of had, um, you know, kind of almost like at a minor league baseball park where like you kind of have a tunnel system behind the stage or behind the field. Yeah. So we we start the show. He comes out, you know, dance contest. He's he's just rocking it out. Everybody's loving it. He goes back and takes a break. I say the first point, talking point. And then he comes back out. We do the toilet paper game. You know, toilet paper sprout flying everywhere. He's shaking the belly. He's rocking it. It's great. Uh, we come out, he does the mind reading skit. You know, people are cracking up. They're, they're laughing like crazy. He goes back and he takes a break. And then it's time for the Frisbee game. And I'm like, all right, I think Jiggy's going to come back out. He'll be out here in just a second. But let me tell you the rules. I'm like, Jiggy, where's Jiggy? And then I'm like, all right, I don't know where Jiggy is. Let's start the game. Here we go. So we start throwing the Frisbees all over the place. And it's wild. It's crazy. And I'm like, man, where's Jiggy? So I run backstage real quick. And as I turn the corner, Jiggy is just starfish out on the ground and he's passed out. My man has passed out in the costume. He's face down on the ground and I'm just like, oh, what? Ah! Oh, God. <laughs> and so I like, I like push him, I like pu- push him over on his back and like he's still not waking up. I'm like yelling his name. I'm like, wake up, wake up. And he's not, he's like not responding. And I like go and I pull the neck of the the mascot up and he's got blood all over his face and i'm like what's going on this is crazy and uh and so i like jump back uh i jump back onto the stage i keep the game going i'm like keep throwing the frisbees guys keep throwing the frisbees i run to the pastor who's sitting like in the front row i turn the mic off i'm like pastor i need you i need you i need you and we run backstage i, I like turn the mic back on. i'm like keep throwing them keep throwing them so the game's still going and uh, we get back to the back, and I'm like, you got to help Jiggy. you got to help him. And he's like, is this a joke? And I'm like, no, it's not a joke. This is not a joke. Help him. And so I leave him back there. I go back out onto the stage, and I, like, finish this show somehow just by myself. And then the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't even know what has happened to Jiggy. And uh, as soon as I close out the show, I go back there. They've got the ambulance back there. Luckily, my guy is like, they got him up and out of the costume. Then they, they didn't have to cut him out of the suit, luckily. Um, but they were able to get him out, and he was pulling off. But we still had to go to the hospital and get him checked out to make sure everything was good. And really, he had just gotten overheated, and it was like a long day of travel. And so it was just a lot on his body that night. But that is by far the the craziest, most unexpected thing that, uh, I mean, that's like my craziest mascot wow. story of anything I've ever done. Well, wow, that's crazy, man. I got to say, I'm saying, Matt, like, I think it's like I almost had that same experience almost. Yeah. But the thing is, I was helping my friend out for right, uh, their minor league all-star game. 
Yeah. And, and and we're like, let's all go on the field for fireworks kind of thing. Yeah. And we're all like, hey, guys, where is this mascot? Where is he? Where is he? We all do our thing. We get back. We He was dehydrated. He was cramping uh, yeah. like crazy. Yeah. Cramping like crazy. We're like, and the thing is, I had to get back um, to my home because my nephew came with me. Oh, yeah. So I didn't want to leave until I knew where he was going. Right. And I definitely know, like, the connections that we have, if we're handlers, mascot performers, mascot brothers, mascot sister, and the brotherhood and sisterhood, we care for each other when we perform together. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, see, when I said crazy, I expect that. Like, you know, Bromley just told us, oh, what one of the science experiments failed. Big deal. But you're just like, <laughs> man, one of my guys passed out. I'm like, wow. Like, that's, blood. That, yeah. that's a whole other dimension. <laughs> blood. I'm blood. And I'm curious to know one thing. Is there is, how are you able to breathe inside Jiggy? Is it like a fan inside the head or something? No fans, no ice packs, just suck it up. <laughs> okay yeah. yeah so next so next time you bring out jiggy bring an ice pack or a fan i don't i don't know about a fan or bring the, lots of water i don't know about a fan a fan might fail the wires and the fan might fail might cause a fire oh yeah that not a good idea not a but good idea for, for real cool. though and i i love how we kind of have structured the show but like most of the time, Jiggy is only out for like a two or three, maybe five minute um, right. session. And then he gets to go back and take a two or three minute break while I give the message. And so normally um, it's not too bad because pretty fr- you, you get a lot of frequent breaks. It's not like a, you know, a minor league baseball game or major. It's not like a big sporting event where you might have a, a set where you're out for 15, 20, 30 minutes or, or even more. And in those situations, that's, you know, it's super important um, mm-hmm. to have facts or to have some sort of fan or, or some way to, to keep yourself cool. But yeah. Yep. I usually do like 25 in 25 out. Yep. When that's I perform. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to do it. That is a good teaching moment though, you know, just to, you know, any of the young mascots, anybody that's listened to us, um, you know, there's important things that you need to do on game days or, you know, show days or whatever you do. Um, of course, stay hydrated. Uh, most, mostly, uh, you know, drink plenty of water. Uh, I personally use an electrolyte formula uh, that I put into my waters. I use that. It'll help my carbohydrates and everything. Uh, and then, um, I have a neck fan uh, that I charged the night before. So like it has goes to low, medium or high level, whenever I need it, depending on the heat outside. Uh, and then I also have a little uh, cooling um, little uh, thing. So I like, I dunk it in water, spray it off a little bit, put it, put it over my head. It'll cool for two hours. So it's kind of like a mask that goes around my head. So I use all different types of things, but you know, do whatever you got to do. Make sure that you're frequently getting breaks. You got a handler that knows uh, how to communicate with you, that knows how to get you places to where you need to be on time. Uh, and just, you know, you know, most of all, just have fun, but make sure, you know, safety is uh, number one in the mascot world. So, and also wear Under Armour. <laughs> That's is this, is this podcast sponsored by Under Armour? No, no. Hey, no. Hey, 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 again, look at this with the plugs over here. Wait, 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 wait. Under Armour, 
if you're listening to us, sponsor uh, us. We are over for discussion. Please sponsor us. We uh, love your work. Farmer, yeah. Hey, Bingo, who you got with you right there? Oh, you haven't introduced yourself yet. Well, gee, we're like what? a half hour in. Now you decide to. Look, we have we haven't been here in a while, folks. This is kind of our return too. Um, this is my pal Marty Master. Hello. Uh, as Charlie said earlier, we are the puppeteer side of the mascot support group. Um, you want to go ahead and ask a question there, Marty? Yes, I would love to. So we talked about like, you know, songs and whatnot, but and I and I know you have like a, a like pre-show music you use for for your shows. But what is your go-to song for motivation? Like before you get there, before you get to the venue, you know, getting set up and everything. What is your go-to song for motivation? Oh man, let's see. I feel like it's uh, it switches a lot, but one of my favorites that I like is uh, you know what? I'm 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 gonna go deep with you guys here real quick. Okay. There's a a song by Judah and the Lions called All Right. Have you guys heard it? No. Might have. No, I don't think so. You got to pull it up and you got to listen to it. But uh, it's a fun one that, uh, that'll get you jumping around. But it's also got some real good meaning to it for just me and my family. So we have four kids and uh, one of our sons we have adopted. And it has been... Uh, pretty challenging, uh, to say the least. And so there's a lot of days where he is upset and he struggles to calm down. And um, just a lot of days when we, you know, my wife and I just, we feel like we, we're not good enough or we don't have what it takes. But, um, you know, through a lot of prayer, through a lot of community, you know, supporting us and things like that. We, we feel like we're, we're getting through it and we're making, you know, great moves, but that's just kind of a fun song that we've kind of locked on to. And, um, we'll dance around with, with my son, with my other kids and just ultimately just kind of reminding ourselves that it is going to be all right. You know, God's plans are bigger than our plans and, uh, it's going to be all right. And so even, even the, the hard things and even the, the tough days that we have in this world, uh, there's a purpose and a plan that's bigger than, than our plans. So. That's a good one. Though. You know, I always, you know, sometimes you know, um, I I go I go to some churches and and sometimes they have puppets. I feel like they should have mascots in churches nowadays. Yeah. Um, I actually, um, I actually go to church. And yeah. My 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 pastor is kind of funny. My pastors get friends with uh Casey Wolf, um, uh-huh. and Mears. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, Dan is uh is supposedly a really great guy. I've heard Wait a lot a of great stuff about him. Irvin, you said your friend is a pastor that knows Dan Mears. Yeah, my my pastor is friends with Dan Mears. Um, I, I, you know what? You know what's crazy, Irvin? Yeah, I think this guy might have walked into my Chuck E. Cheese location. I, I, because I, I, rem- I remember meeting a guy. And he was really fond of my Chucky performance. Wait, and he said, hey, that was really good. Uh, and I told him about my mascot experience. And I was like, uh, yeah, he said, you know, I mentioned Dan Mears as an inspiration. He's like, oh, yeah, I know Dan. So I was like, I, I think you and me might 
you talking about the same person? Oh my god! Oh what? My god. I love Dan Perry. Oh my god! Tomorrow, have- world, ain't it, folks? Oh my god! Wow! Dan Mears is one of the reasons I started getting into mascoting, Charlie. As you showed the books, yeah, I I read I read both of his books, wow. and that's the reason why I decided to do it as a profession because of um what what he had to say. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I know he. I just listened like, to a little bit of your song there, Judah and the Lion. All right, I just listened to a little bit. Of that to meet my mic. Pretty good, a pretty good song. You know, you talk about you know God's message and everything like that. You know, I've been, uh, you know, I listen to uh, some gospel songs whenever I really feel that sort of motivation. Uh, I listen to some songs by um, Marvin Sapp, and then uh, there's Israel Huntington, and then my, you know, of course the Israel Huntington songs I like. Uh, one of them's called "The Power of One," and then there's another one called "Moving Forward." And yeah. but my favorite song is a song called No Weapon by Fred Hammond. I like a lot of Fred Hammond songs, but that one is by yeah. far my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And some songs that I just love are like my my pastor, his name's actually Kurt Vernon, and he's also a, a singer-songwriter. And he has some like amazing songs that, they're not like hype songs or anything like that, but they just kind of get to the core um, of kind of just a lot of a lot of great reminders like, when the world tells you you're not good enough, like God tells you who you are and uh, trying to like see things through God's lens. And, and he, he's going to remind us of, of our purpose and our passion. And uh, since he made us and he's with us, like he's never going to leave us and he's never going to forget us. I guess you could say it's our God given purpose to be mascots. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to say, like anytime we have we have a guest, we do put up on Instagram for questions for the mascot community or anyone that enjoys this line of work. Yeah. And our good friend Terry C asks, what is your favorite thing about education and entertaining lots of people? Yeah, so I I love just the fact that you know, I feel like I wasn't a great learner of just like the talking head like the teacher that just stands at the front of the, the classroom and, and just tries to, to teach just the, by the Charlie Brown. Exactly. Yes, this is awesome. And yes, so awesome. I love, uh, I just love how interactive that you can, we can be. Um, a mascot is just an amazing way to break down walls and to break down barriers to really connect with kids and even adults extremely quickly and you bring them into the show and you make them uh, you make it an interactive learning experience and then they have those big those the big skits to remind themselves that you know we, we've got one skit you guys have probably seen it or even done it you know where you have the big sign and it says don't push this button and then somebody pushes the button and mm-hmm. we know um, and pie face you know Yep. And so we just talk about how, like, you know, it's super important in life that we don't just like read the directions, but like actually do what it says. Follow the instructions of of like the older people around you that are trying to help you, like whether it's a teacher or a pastor or your mom or your dad. Like they're not just those uh, instructions aren't there to make you not have fun. It's really there to help keep you safe and to help you become your best. And so having and whenever they like might maybe get discouraged and they just remember, oh, my goodness, like. Jiggy pied, pied my buddy in the face, or Jiggy pied the principal in the face. 
And what, why do you do that? And then they think like, oh yeah, he was talking about how important it is to like listen and follow the instructions. And so just those big, everything we do is just a big object lesson to try to, again, encourage kids and hopefully that'll stick with them a little bit longer. Love that, man. Love that. Uh, so do you have another one, Charlie? Yeah, another from Crystal. Okay. How do you incorporate what you learned as a mascot into um, your work today? Uh, yeah, so I think that, um, you know, it's funny. I think becoming a mascot really, I was already a pretty confident guy, but, but honestly, this is kind of a funny story. I, I was not a dancer before I became a mascot. And so I was kind of one of the guys in middle school, even in high school that would only get out there during the slow songs and just kind of like sway back and forth with my girlfriend or whoever I went to the dance with. And then whenever oh. the fun come on, I would just kind of like scoot to the side. And it's like, Oh man, I'm, I'm anxious or I'm nervous or I'm too cool for that. But when I was able to put the mascot costume on, you know, I was able to kind of like the power of the mask and just be like, all right, nobody knows who I, who I am. I'm going to get out here and I'm just going to go for it. And, and then I like built up an even more comp more confidence to, to do the silly stuff, to do the crazy stuff. And, uh, you know, after a couple of years of being behind the mask, then even when I don't have the mask on, I'm willing to, to jump up and just be the, the wild and crazy guy. And, uh, you know, it, it helps when as, as a speaker and, and as someone that's trying to go in and needing to connect quickly with students, needing to connect quickly with, you know, a pastor at a new church or a, a counselor or a principal at a school, the more that we can just kind of go in with that attitude of, hey, we're best friends. Like, you guys already know me. You guys already love me. Even if that's the first time I met them, I just kind of go in with that mascot mentality of, like, you guys know, as the mascot, when you show up in a room, everybody's always watching and everybody already, already loves you. You know what I'm saying? So just like kind of going in with that confidence instead of, instead of like going in normal or going in even maybe with a negative attitude of like, uh, maybe nobody likes me. And it's like, they don't even know you. Why would you think that they don't like you? Um, it's just kind of going in with that confidence of like, well, I'm just going to assume that they love me until they tell me that they don't. <laughs> and so it just makes that connection. And I think people, it's, um, people just catch on or that they get it so many times. I just like, will walk into like the school office and everything's quiet and normal. And when I open the door, I'm just like, <laughs> we're here. It's going to be a party. You guys excited? And, what? What's going on? I'm like, Jig, Jig is in the car. We got the toilet paper guns and the hamster balls. You guys ready? And they're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. <laughs> that actually, okay. Yeah, go ahead, Charlie. I guess I like, like I said earlier in the beginning of this podcast, you literally screamed my name on the top of a netting area that was thirty feet up, maybe a little higher, just in front of the, how many people in that area. You just screamed my name so loud. I don't think a lot of people would do that. Oh my god! <laughs> like, okay, like, right. I'm we're not looking so for the kids. Of a lot of you me mentioned, could, like, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Lucas. I was saying, like, you mentioned the toilet paper guns. It actually reminds me because you also do, not only you do um, social media, but you also do TikTok, which I'm also a part of. Just a plug. But um, 
there was one TikTok video where you had like two guys shooting toilet paper, like toilet paper at Jiggy, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, I, I just bring it up. That actually kind of remind me of, that. That remind me of that for some for some bizarre <laughs> reason. Honestly, wasn't that during time when like everyone's going crazy over toilet paper and like look good, look look look, look at us, like in this <laughs> racing toilet paper. Uh... <laughs> that was like mid COVID. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody's freaking out about the toilet paper, and I've just we're not we weren't going out and doing shows anymore, so I just had. Hundreds of rolls of toilet paper. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's do something. Oh. Let me let me tell you something here, Matt. You kind of remind me of me. Um, you know, when I'm in high school, I don't really like. When I went to prom, I barely danced. I was just looked around and everything. I was the guy that didn't even, you know, dance or anything. And when I'm in a mascot costume, a whole different person, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, in my in my personality, like. As me being not a mascot, I'm just a shy person. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm just that type of person that is just like, hey, you know, I'm a cool guy. You know, I just, I just chill. You know, I, I tell people what I do. I play video games. That's it. That's all I tell. But, you know, yeah. You know, but you're not in the, behind the mask. It's a whole different story, man. It's just, yeah. It kind of, you kind of remind me of me. I was like, wow, this guy has a lot in common with me. You know yeah. What? But, you know, even even just to encourage you, Irvin, you know, I think it is it's something that you use that experience of being in the costume and real like people are drawn towards that confidence that we kind of do as a mascot. And yeah. so just, even when you're out of just start, you know, experimenting with that. And like when it's just you walking into a store or that, you know, you're go, you're at the drive through or anywhere there's hundreds of times a day that you can have these interactions walking into the gas station and instead of just like i mean there's times when i just like go in i put myself up there or i'm on my phone and i completely ignore the person which is like not great but there's times when i'm like feeling it and i'll, I'll i do the same thing i walk in the gas station and they're just like how you doing sir and i'm like what's up <laughs> and they're like oh. <laughs> you know what it's a positivity yeah it is a positivity yeah, it's do you have any songs you like to dance to in particular when you're a mascot? Oh man, let's see. Um, wait, 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 wait! I'm ready. <laughs> Getting jiggy. By the end of the podcast, you'll have no quarters. <laughs> if anybody's keeping track, please let us know. Have you guys yes. heard the um, the song "Interlude" by Attack Attack? Uh, maybe it's maybe. got a whole um you got to look it up on youtube like there's a whole dance to it and like it can be a group dance where everybody's like got their arms going like crazy and they're running around in a circle and then at one point you stop and everybody's doing like crazy arms and then it goes into like a robot little section and then you like crank it down then you kind of crank it back up and then everybody takes off running around in the circle again but uh, um, inter 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 bloom is that what you called it Interlude by Attack Inter Attack. Interlude. Okay. But check that one out. That's like an interlude. Like an interlude from from starting another act in a show, I believe. And I the thing so, is, right? I'm just looking at it. It looks like it was a TikTok trend before TikTok was around. Uh, <laughs> oh. Because yeah. uh, I just seen it. Northern Iowa basketball interlude dance 12 years ago. Yep. 
Wow. So it's a little bit older oh. one. That's a fun one that, you know, just in costume, it's easy to, it's got big motions and it's also a fun one to, um, you know, if you have somebody on the mic kind of helping you kind of lead it, then it's something that the kids or the crowd can get along with you and, and dance with it too. So that's a fun one. I mean, my oh. personal favorite as a mascot was always Cotton Eye Joe. Like, I love yeah. dance with the Cotton Eye Joe, especially the <laughs> remix version. Because um, yeah. me and a couple other mascots have danced to it together. It's really fun. Um, especially, you know, especially being from Texas. You know, my mom taught me how to taught me how to two-step, you know, listening oh, yeah. to a bunch of country music growing up. So uh, that was my forte. But, you know, I also just love uh the really hype ones uh like you know uh i have some motivational music usually before a game i'll listen to a couple of songs like uh one of them is my intro that i do usually uh for the zoom uh is called rise above it by little wayne uh the, the clean <laughs> version kids clean okay. version uh and then there is i was born for this by the score uh, and then the other ones are all by my one of my favorite bands of all time, Skillet. I, I love Skillet. Uh, all I sorts of great songs. Yeah, uh, Save Me, The Resistance. Um, there's uh, Hero. That there's a whole bunch of other ones I love to listen to from that band. So, yeah, uh, rock and roll, country music, and that's that's sort of my forte when it comes to music. So. I love it. Yeah, for me, it's, it's everything. Anything, but yeah. um, Carly, oh, Zumba songs. <laughs> Zumba, <Hello>? songs. <laughs> <laughs> Zumba songs. Nice. Fifteen minutes into on the podcast, you get that one. Right. <laughs> um, for me, it's probably just anything that pops into my head. Like I honestly can't think of any song to be honest. It's just like just any song that pops into my head. Yeah, yeah like right now for me, yeah. it's Todd Hall. Anything from Todrick? Oh, Todrick good. Hall, yes. Here's my good choice. Good choice. Stuff right now. But it, it, I was, uh, yeah, go ahead, Charlie. Um, I'm going to say we are almost at that 51 minute mark mm-hmm. by the podcast. For those listening, Bill, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Hey, Matt, I think you should uh, get Jiggy do a, a, a Zumba class with Charlie. <laughs> what is this i'm gonna get jiggy i'm gonna get um 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 the Ross other, Jeffrey. i, I don't want to say the name but you said it i think i should go out to florida and take a zumba class with charlie we <laughs> oh. actually said that on, on the, the unsuited podcast Oh, so, no. Well, you know what? I've done it in the past. Add another quarter in there. <laughs> Sounds like Jiggy. <laughs> so, I, I said it in the past. I've done it in the past. I'll do it in the future. I'd love to do it again. Um, Have a... Did Jig with it? No. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. No. Have a Zumba event where I invite my yeah, Oh, that would be nice. Yes. So that'd be cool. So um, I'm gonna ask Crystal Crystal's signature question. 
So, I don't know. So she asks this one to all the guests. If you could design a degree program for mascots, what curses would you include? Oh, let's see. Um, I think you, you got to have a little uh, skit design. And uh, I think you, as far as like coming up with like the story storyboard and what's the, you know, the funny parts of it. But then also maybe like a, a prop design and prop building. That would be a great thing. Um, working in a little dance class, that would be important. Um, but then I think also like, I think one of the things that really separates like a good mascot from a great mascot is like the networking and, and being able to connect with other mascots, but also being able to kind of communicate the purpose of a mascot from like a branding standpoint for a team. And so, you know, a networking class or like a marketing class to really be able to provide the value or like help show an owner or, um, you know, a team manager or whatever it might be like, Hey, this, like, yeah, this can just be a guy in a suit that walks around and shakes hands, but it can also be so much more, you know, um, if we, if they can talk the, the team into really putting some, some funding behind it, really getting like the video team on board, really getting the social media team on board. Then, you know, you, you know, we've all seen different teams that, that really understand it and get it. And it, it becomes much more of a, of a program than just a random guy in a suit. Um, and even more than that, you know, sometimes I feel like it's, you, the mascot has the ability to, to be a major draw to a team and and they're not just coming to watch the game whatever sport it is but there's you know hundreds if not thousands of people coming just to see the mascot you know so those would be a few classes i think would be important i say you yeah. talk about you talk about skits uh our friend daniel um uh, he's watching on twitch right now this message me asking what is your favorite um, cheeky skit that, that you've done? So, <clears throat> I mean, I love, I, I love anytime somebody gets pied, <laughs> pied in the face. So, um, our, our most common one that we do is like a giveaway, a giveaway pie. And so like at a, normally about middle of the show, we, I mean, I also like to just kind of promote generosity and, and give back a little bit. So, we're throwing out some t-shirts or a hat or fidget spinners or some of the different items that we have with us that we sell after the program. But during the program, we give, we give a handful of stuff away. So it starts like that. And then we, uh, we get everybody quiet and it's like, Oh, good job, Jiggy. Thanks for giving stuff away. And then we normally have uh, a kid or a, most of the time it's like a principal or a teacher that we've talked to beforehand. And they, they stand up and they're like, Hey, what about me? Like, where's my gift? I, like, I want something for free, too. And then uh, it's okay. like, oh, come on up here. So then they come up to the front <laughs> and the stage. And uh, we don't go to the first. We actually, first thing we bring them out is the big 4X pair of whitey tidies. <laughs> 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 
I gave away content. The first, <laughs> the first time up, large underwear. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Very wait, 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 like, let's make a yeah. Curtain number one, curtain number two, two. or curtain number three? Curtain number three. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got songed. And so, uh, so they, oh, hold we, on. so they kind of freak out and they're like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, we don't, that's gross. We don't want that. And, um, <laughs> then I'm like, all right, Jiggy, come on. That's another one. All right, Jiggy. But uh, we'll give him something better than that. We got to have something better. And so then he goes back, and then that's when he grabs the pie and comes out. <laughs> and then they they chase him all around the, the gym or wherever we are. And that's, that's, that's my... um... <laughs> I said the face are always classics. Like, yeah. when you hide the face. Yeah, exactly. yes. <laughs> um, there's something I want to add because um, you, you have kids. Um, would you ever inspire your kids to be a mascot performer just like yourself? And also, another and a follow-up question, would you also do like a mascot program to people that want to be a mascot like Jiggy? So we actually have a little Jiggy and uh, – so all of my kids have already, we've already like got them some experience. And so they, they love going to shows with me whenever it, it, you know, makes sense for them to be with us as a family. And uh, so, yeah, what we'll, we'll, it's so cool when like my wife is the one on the mic, she's speaking, giving the message. I'm in the big jiggy costume. And then one of my kids is in the little jiggy costume and, and oh. Jiggy oh. as a child, <laughs> little, little Jiggy, it's adorable. Yeah, and we Whenever we had our first, uh, our daughter, our first kid, and this she's eleven now, but whenever she was one, we actually had a family friend make us a little baby Jiggy costume, and and so, dude, guys, this was another great moment. So we, so we have, uh, we have Jiggy dolls that we made, and then we also had we had multiple Jiggy costumes. And so we had like a middle schooler put on the big Jiggy, but just kind of like rolled up the legs and rolled up the arms. And uh, anyways, so I came out as big Jiggy and I was holding a big jug and it said shrinking juice <laughs> on it. <laughs> and so I, I tipped it up and act like I was drinking it. And then I, and then I kind of started stumbling around and like, popped off stage and then right on the other side of the stage then pops up medium-sized jiggy and he <laughs> he, grab, he grabs the shrinking juice and then he starts drinking the shrinking juice and he like stumbles off the stage and jumps off and then my wife comes out carrying our little baby girl in her little tiny baby jiggy costume oh and then, then we have like a little and then we gave the baby the shrinking juice. And then all of a sudden, we just threw the Jiggy doll out onto the stage. <laughs> and so was like, the little Jiggy, what happened? I'll say, I'll let you know. And did you also end it with like a potion with like like growing potion and drink all the way up? And then it goes back to the big size Jiggy. Yep. 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 That's right. Yep. Yes. So I was like, Daniel was telling me his favorite skit was the mind reader. 
Yeah. Yeah, I do love that one, too. That one's super Wait. funny. So. Yeah. So, right now, I'm cooking up in my mind a segment right now. Imagine a Jiggy and Yojo super show. Uh-oh. Oh. 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 Wait, you know what? You have to add um, Epic as well. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah even because oh. yeah, oh. Like, think, think about it. You got all the independent characters. Um, Newton. Let's add another one in there. How about Ollie the Otter? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah Ollie's yeah. a friend. Yep. Uh, uh, let's, let, let's imagine Ollie, Newton, Jiggy, Yojo, and Gazoo all in, in a room together. Oh, oh my People will be so motivated. Uh, mascot house. Mascot house coming to a streaming service near you. No, 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 no. It's this. If you like the full, the, the real housewives, get ready for the next big thing. Mascot oh. house. Oh. Eyes will be flying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, best Fox an idea. Fox, if you're watching this, get on that. Wait, we're gonna have the mask singer or mascot house. Both. Mascot house. <laughs> mascot mascot house. house. So, so Joseph, mm-hmm. go ahead. All right. So we have come to that part of the show, folks, uh, where I ask the signature question to our guest of the evening. Um, And this one is pretty special um, because, you know, I mentioned before, you know, uh, being a youth speaker for getting some mascots, uh, I know exactly what this guy is all about and what his program is all about, Um, you know, motivating uh, and doing team building and also just uh, helping them create an a plan of action to take back to their community to make positive change make a positive change is is what uh we're both about and i love that we have that connection so um i'm gonna throw this out there um or i guess the things your question if you had to say one thing to your family your friends your co-workers your team at Remix Entertainment, you know, Jiggies, everybody that works on the show, uh, and, uh, you know, just all the people that have been able to get to this point, all the people that have come out to a Remix Entertainment show to see Jiggy and your team, you know, whether it's at a school, a church, or a gathering, if you had to say one thing, what would it be? Uh, I would say relationships are the most important. There's no way that I could be the person that I am or do the things that I've been able to do without the relationships that God has put in my life. Um, my community and my, my friends and family and the support that has been around me my whole life is what's made me who I am. Uh, and so never go at it alone. You know, there's always, if you're willing to open up and be vulnerable and, and share some of the the dreams and some of the the wins, but also be willing to share some of the losses with other people around you. Then I think that they can catch the vision and they can catch the dream and um, 
we can all come alongside of each other and and help each other succeed so it's it's definitely been a, a group effort and it's been a community effort and you know i would say thanks to everybody that has ever uh, helped me from the just a, a kind word to you know sweating it out in the costume or going across the world with me to india to, to speak to orphans or whatever it may be you know it's relationships are are where it's at persevere perseverance that's what it's all about man and <laughs> um you know and you know i i feel like you've motivated me you know to now go out <laughs> hey, and do what i, I say, do I, I say joseph what you know it's uh, what um you know we always put these questions out on instagram or um that's just through the Facebook page. Let me have like a, a guest, uh, like a big guest that we know we're going to get uh, a great learning episode. Mm-hmm. And Matt, you have no idea how many people message me saying how much Jiggy meant to them, how much they love Jiggy. Like you have to be one of the most pop, one of the most, exact, uh, uh, Yojo is Yojo. I'm saying that you can like, but you got to be one of the most popular um um characters out there when it comes to the independent side yeah i hope so i hope we're making this inspiring a lot of people and we've we put it out a lot like we say these guys need to get inducted in the hall of fame that's the hall of fame we all know they have the independent category now and there's two mascots um out there in in the independent circuit that that needs to get in there is Ollie, Ollie the Otter, and Jiggy. Yep. yep. Because you're so. just such a light in this world to, to even, you know, because the industry is not all sunshines and rainbows when it comes to, obviously, there's the hard work, there is the blood, the sweat, the tears, there is, you know, uh, you know, uh, setbacks, you know, whether it's injuries or maybe personal demons uh, that we are battling. Um, but you've just brought such a light in this world and i can't thank you enough for doing what you do man and thank you so much for joining us tonight because you've certainly given me motivation and you've certainly given my character kick the kangaroo some motivation hey jer julissa cat i'm ready to put my dancing shoes on so <laughs> so with that being said guys thank you so much for listening to this episode matt thank you so much for joining us thank um, you guys it yep. is. Wait. Oh, okay. actually mentioned well, it. Our last friend Turi just post, posted this. I'm going to say with a big positive. Hey, everyone. Sorry I'm late. I actually got to see Jiggy perform in my middle school many years ago. Really? Oh. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Correction. Correction. She said, um, I actually oh. got to see Jiggy perform in my elementary school many years ago. Hey, hey, it comes full circle. You got to see Yojo in elementary school. This is true. I did. I did. Nice. Full, full circle moment, folks. Yep. So that's why we love um, what we do. That's yes. why we love mascotting. That's why we love creating characters. That's why, we, um, for instance, the co- the cosplayers, the independent characters, the mascot performers. Um, we love what we do. We had an episode like, that talked about cosplayers' a, life, the power of the a, suit, outside of sports, and it shows. So, once again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you guys keep on following us on social media if you haven't yet. At 
uh, at Masca Support Group on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, support mascots on Twitter. Yes, we still have Twitter. <laughs> so I know that's an ongoing joke. Um, of but course, also- we have um, all of um, Matt's info with Remix Education on how you guys can book Remix. You know yeah. what? We're going to end like that way. How can they book you? Yeah, so you can uh, check us out at remixeducation.com or we are on Instagram at Remix Jiggy. Uh, I think also on TikTok as that same Remix Jiggy. So uh, check us out. Give us a call. We'd love to help out. With that being said, guys, good night. See you guys on the next Furious Infos adventure. Charlie, one more thing. If you guys are ready to rumble just like you did on Saturday night and you want to join us on the OIW Podcast Network on the Wrestle Rage Podcast with me, Charlie the Blueprint, and the Rich Cannon Curtis, and you can catch the new two-time <laughs> Wrestle Rage champion. Because <laughs> Cody Rhodes going to WrestleMania, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you can see me, Charlie. You can see me. Wait, wait, you know what, Goodbye, Joseph? Folks. You jumped the gun again. Like you You're did. The king like it like, like you the botched gun. on the podcast weekly. You botched. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, folks. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Good night, guys. See you guys Bye. next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Later. <laughs>